0: It's the Michelle the Trainer Show with your host, Michelle the Trainer. Michelle the Trainer. MTT is Michelle the Trainer. Aloha, and welcome to episode 27 of the Michelle the Trainer Show. Today's very special guest star is Laura McLennan. She's a lawyer. A writer, a productivity enthusiast, a tech geek, host of the Productive Woman podcast, an award-nominated podcast about productivity for busy women. In addition to her podcast, Laura blogs at I Was Just Thinking and Real Estate Law Blog. You can easily find her if you Google her name, Laura M C C L E L L A N. We can also connect with Laura on Twitter as at Laura McMom. L-A-U-R-A-M-C-M-O-M. I really enjoyed talking to Laura, and I hope you enjoy listening to the show. Have a fantastic day. Thank you. Aloha. It's the Michelle the Trainer Show, and today's very special guest star is Laura McLennan. Laura, did I say that right? McClellan. 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 Yeah. Is that Irish? Uh, I think it's Scottish. Scottish. You are so exotic. So she is calling in from Dallas, Fort Worth, the giant city. And Laura is the productive woman. Her website is theproductivewoman.com. She's been working in productivity, not only her entire life, but for the last few years. And she's going to teach us her top tip for productivity and then we're also going to talk about some productivity pitfalls, which I thought was important for all of us to learn. Welcome, Laura.
1: Well, thank you, Michelle. I'm really honored to be here. When people ask me, you know, what's the number one productivity tip or productivity principle that you want to share with people? I, the answer is always the same for me. And that is, if, if I can teach you only one thing about being productive, it's to write everything down. Get things out of your mind and onto paper or your electronic system or whatever it is that you use. Because our brains, as, as I've heard somebody say, our brains are better factories than they are warehouses. We're better at having ideas than storing them. And so the the way you can free up your brain cells to be creative and, and innovative and productive in whatever areas you want to do those things is to get your ideas out of your head and into a system so and that can mean any number of things and when I'm talking about writing everything down I mean appointments uh, phone numbers and addresses that come to you ideas that you have projects or tasks that you need to do or might want to do uh, quotes that inspire you I write everything down and I have places to put them depending on what they are so for instance for me an appointment goes into my calendar and, and when I put it in there, I put the contact information for either where I'm going or who I'm meeting the address, uh, you know, any kind of information that I'm going to need. Do
0: you use like a book or do you do it online?
1: I do. I have an electronic calendar. I'm kind of an Apple geek. And so I use my iPhone and on the iPhone, I use an app called calendars five, uh, for my iPhone and my iPad, I use BusyCal on my Mac, and they talk to each other. Uh, you know, at my day job, I'm a, I'm a lawyer at a large firm by day, and I don't get to pick what calendar we use. I have to use Outlook's calendar there um, because that's what we use firm-wide. But the, they all talk to each other, so it's synchronized. No matter where I am, I can look at my calendar and see Uh, see what's there and i think it's real important as i said if you if you're going somewhere uh, or meeting someone stick the phone number into that appointment so that if you're running late you've got it there and you can call them or text them
0: okay so on the phone on the iphone what is it called again it's called calendars five okay and that's on the iphone and then the one on your desktop is busy cal busy cal got it
1: and uh, I can send you links for those if you want to share those. Sure, we'll
0: them. put them on the show notes.
1: Yeah. So that's, you know, that's what I use for a calendar. And literally everything that I do, uh, you know, any appointment goes in there. For tasks or, or projects, I use also an electronic uh, task manager. My favorite, the one I use to keep my law practice going is called Nozbe, N-O-Z-B-E. And it's a, uh, it's. It, It again, it's available on all platforms. So Windows-based PCs, Macs, iOS devices, Android, even Linux for people that are into that. And they all it syncs across platforms. So uh, any task that I am going to do or think I'm going to do, might or or even if it's just decide whether I want to do this project, I throw it in there instead of trying to remember, and uh, so it's there, and I can look at it later when I have time instead of trying to
0: wear out brain cells. And does that program interact with other people on your team? It can.
1: It can. Nobody else at the office uses it. Most people, it, you know, I'm in a very, very large firm. And so, you know, everybody's on Outlook. I think if people use a task manager, probably most of them use just the Outlook Outlook um, to do, you know, tasks thing, which to me is just not useful enough. Nosby is much more um, versatile and, and flexible in how you put things in and how you look at them, but you can, uh, it's set up for collaboration, so you can share tasks with people, anybody who has an email address.
0: That's so, excellent.
1: Yeah, it's a really, really great task manager, and like I said, I I, I know we were, we're limited in time, so I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but I've been using it for a year and a half or so and really like the way it lets me um, view my projects and my tasks in different ways, depending on what I, you know, whether it's by project or what are my high priority things for today or, you know, so it's real flexible that way. Um, Let you color code things. So I have one color for, you know, client work, a different color for business development type projects. uh, Another one for just admin kinds of things. So I can look at my list and see if I'm kind of paying attention to the things that need to be paid attention to. So, you know, like I said, number one thing is to get everything out of your head in a system uh, that will let your brain relax and know I'm not going to forget it because it's there. Now I can spend my energy on more creative things.
0: And Nozbe is available for the Android as well. Yes, it's available for all platforms you go to, um, and actually, if you go
1: to nosby.com, you can, you know, learn more about it. I actually, for my podcast, there are folks, they're offering a kind of a special thing where they'll give you a 30-day free trial of their pro edition. Um, and, you know, if people want to check that out, uh, I can give you the link for that.
0: That would be great. We'll put it. The show notes will be on Trainer.com. For the Michelle the Trainer show, there's a tab on there that you can click. And that's where all of our show notes live. So, how long have you been doing your podcast? Well, I launched it on July first of twenty fourteen, so I'm coming up on two years
1: now. I published episode eighty two yesterday. Congratulations! Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I I, I know you you know you've been doing it for a while. You know, it's it's a it's a, a lot of fun, especially when you get a chance to interact with listeners and you know hear back from them and, and get their suggestions or their feedback.
0: I and all of your episodes feature productivity.
1: Yeah, the whole show—it's—it's it's called the Productive Woman. It's you know, the tag is that it's a show about productivity for busy women. But I have a lot of guys who who listen to it. It's not—I think the the principles of productivity apply regardless of gender, regardless of nationality. I've had guests on the show from uh, Poland and from France, uh, from Israel, uh, and from very you know all around the United States, and I'm learning that you know the the challenges of product, of staying productive seem to be universal and a lot of the principles are the same so i've had guys tell me you need to make sure you need to change the name because you you need to make sure people know not to that the guys shouldn't be scared off just by the title so
0: yeah. <laughs> so the productive person we'll call yeah. it <laughs> the productive some- woman show for productive people
1: yeah, I guess I'll have to think about that.
0: So you were telling me earlier that sometimes there's productive things that don't work.
1: Well, sure. There are, are rules, things, things that people call rules for productivity um, that everybody should do that don't always work for everybody. For, a perfect example for me is a lot of the productivity gurus say, well, to stay productive, you should only check your email you know, once in the morning and once in the evening. Well, I'm a, a real estate lawyer. I work on transactions, very large commercial real estate transactions. And when I have a closing going on, people <laughs> are emailing me all day. I have to respond because things are very time sensitive. So I'm very much a fan of, of, of learning principles, listening to what people have to say, but looking at your own life and thinking about what, what really works for you and and not just trying to plug somebody else's... Uh, rules onto your life.
0: Yeah, I'm very email centric as well. I can make a decision when I look at it. But on some levels, that is a task manager type tool for me because I I don't take in a lot of garbage and most of the emails are relevant to my business. And so it, on some levels, it's a to do list and they, there's things that need to be addressed. I'm sure for you with time sensitivity, it's even more so. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And, and, you know, I've, I've done a whole episode about, you know, the, the so-called rules, and I'm using air quotes, that don't necessarily work for everybody. Uh, and, and to me, and you and I talked also about this idea of, of productivity pitfalls. And for me, one of them is uh, what I say would tell people is one of those pitfalls is just following somebody else's rule when it doesn't work for your life. We, we all need to kind of think about the kind of life we want to make for ourselves and what works in that context. And, and similarly, another what I call a pitfall to avoid is getting too deep in the weeds, getting so lost in the day-to-day and so focused on crossing things off your to-do list and doing more and more stuff that you lose track of what, why you're doing it. I think it's very, very important to, to, for all of us to take a step back at various times and think about, well, what kind of what person do I want to be? What kind of life do I want to create for myself and for the people that I care about? And what do I have to do to get there? Instead of just sort of, uh, productivity is about more than just checking stuff off your to-do list. It's about making a life, making the life that you want for yourself. And nobody can tell you what that is, but being busy is not the same thing as being productive. We can be busy going 100 miles an hour, but get nowhere if, if we don't have a goal in mind, if we don't have a destination, uh, then, then, then it's not productive. Even though we may have done a lot of stuff, we may be just running in circles or heading the wrong direction.
0: Sure. Stress is related to that as well. People feel I found this a lot in corporate where I felt like there was a vibe of having to look and seem and feel stressed in order to reach a milestone and that if people weren't playing up to that same degree of emergency red alert stress, then it appeared there was a like a, yeah, it appeared or or the perception, they were afraid of the perception that they were not perceived as being productive. Yeah.
1: Or that they don't care. It's an epidemic, I think, in 21st century society, and our culture, that being too busy is almost a badge of honor. And, and I, I'm kind of trying to lead the charge or, or join forces with others who are leading the charge to say, you know what, that's not true. It, you don't have to do everything. You have to do the stuff that matters. And you need, we, all of us, each of us needs to take the time to think about you know, where am I trying to go with this life of mine? And is what I'm doing with my days getting me in that direction? Or is it keeping me from getting to that place that I want to be? What what do I want my life to look like? And what do I have to do now, today, to get me there? I, I have a Post-it note that I keep on my computer. I love Post-it notes. Yeah, they're wonderful. <laughs> you know, it's just a question. Is what I'm doing right now... Um, moving me in the direction I want to go. And I have another one that that I you know is a question I ask myself, what have I done today to help make my dreams come true? If we're doing tons of stuff, but none of it has meaning to us, it, none of it is adding that uh, value to our life and getting us towards our goals, then it's not productive in my opinion.
0: Yes. Yes. And being busy and being productive are two different things. Being stressed and being productive are two different things. Even when we're doing the work work, even when we're trying to, because busy does not necessarily mean it's our most productive, our best work.
1: Yeah, that's right. But, but if we don't, all of that come starts from knowing what is our best work? What is the best contribution, you know, that you Michelle can make to the world around you and, and our, is are the things that you're doing from day to day feeding that? Or are we just it's real easy to when we've got some maybe big project we whether it's for work or for our side hustle or you know whatever, some big thing that we need or want to accomplish to put that off by, I don't know, you know, doing a bunch of little things because we or checking our email or checking social media, we get that little dopamine hit and feels like ooh i did something i
0: accomplished something and 10 years can fly by pretty quickly and can make a huge difference even in our health absolutely absolutely we might not make it to australia to do that walkabout you know if if you burn up the time when we're agile <laughs> yeah. just doing a bunch of busy work you miss it so it's great to have these sort of real life reminders to bring in that balance and to be productive overall and include everything that we want in our life in that productivity yeah, to to
1: think bigger picture instead of just sort of living life dealing with stuff as it's thrown at you. I was really. Um, I'm in,
0: a pro firefighter with stuff well, like we
1: that. We all are. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's something satisfying in sort of fighting those fires, but when you then back off and take a look and, and realize, well, but I, you know, I've, I put out all those fires, but none of them were. I didn't get the things the most important thing done. I I was really influenced have been in the last year. So last year I read a book um, by uh, the author's name is Greg McKeon, McKeon mm-hmm. I think uh, called essentialism, the disciplined pursuit of less. And this book is just fabulous. It's one I recommend everybody read like once a year, at least excellent. And his concept, uh, you know, the whole premise of the book is that we should only be focusing our, we have limited time, attention, energy, money, all those things. And they should be spent on the things that are most important. And nobody can tell you what that is for you, but you need to figure, we each need to figure it out and cut everything else out of our lives and focus on those things that are truly essential. Um, really, an outstanding book, and and really had a huge impact on me and my thinking about you know what I how I want to spend
0: my days. Excellent. I'll put that in the show notes. It's called Essentialism: The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McKeown. M C K E O W N I've become, since I'm an audio learner and now I'm all absorbed in podcast world, I, I like to listen to my books as well. So that'll be a welcome addition to my life. So are there any other pitfalls? That was a giant pitfall. There went our life.
1: <laughs> well, you know, another one is for a lot of us, it can become a pitfall to measure that we end up measuring our worth by what we accomplish. Um, that And it sort of ties to what we were just talking about. I think it's important for us to all remember that um, what, we, what we have to, to do in the world, what we have to contribute, what we do is important, but it is not the most important thing. What, who we are matters more than what we do. And I, I think people that get focused on productivity in the traditional definition of just getting lots of stuff done start to measure their value by how much stuff they got done. And like you were talking earlier in in the corporate world, there's, you know, um, can be such a focus on the metrics of, you know, how much stuff did I get done? How many deals did I bring in? How much, you know, how many, how many things did I do today? And to feel like we have less value if we, we don't have the longest list of those things, So I think it's important because I I define productivity a little differently. I mean, doing stuff is important. But to me, productivity isn't about getting lots of stuff done. It's about getting the right stuff done. It's about managing our lives in such a way as to maximize our positive impact on the world around us. And uh, we need to... In order to do that, we need to be able to value ourselves as a person enough to say no to things. And, and that, that ties, I guess, then to a, a huge productivity pitfall, which is saying yes too often without thinking.
0: Absolutely. People do that and they really put themselves into a corner into situations that cause them a lot of uh, management time, just wasting time doing things that they don't really want to do, may- maybe becoming resentful later. Yeah. Yeah. There is no. No is a powerful tool in the shed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, as I, somebody said years ago, and this has always stuck with me, that no is a complete sentence. It's okay to say no without giving an explanation all the time. We, we um, somewhere, and I forget where, where I was reading this just recently, somebody was saying to, um, never, to, to never say yes immediately. It's okay to say no out of the box, but your yes should come after thought because we should be focusing, as I've said, you know, our time, our attention, our resources on the things that matter most of all and and in order to do that, we have to say no to a lot of things.
0: Well, we have to say no to a lot of things so that we have time to do the more important work. Exactly. So we're sort of saying yes to the more important work. But we have to know, like you said, by documenting and writing down, what are we doing? Where are we going? What tasks do I need to do? The part of that is sort of knowing and having. But there is also, you know, look staring at the tree and staring at the forest. I think the mindfulness thing kind of brings us into being right there staring at the tree. But we also have to remember, I think, to look at the big picture. Where are we going with our life and, and where, what do we get from that life? And knowing that the, the corporate pressures and the pressures of being an entrepreneur, if we get too stressed out, it's going to affect our health, which is going to take away From everything we love, it's going to hurt the people that we love, and it's going to affect our ability to be productive in a big way. Oh, absolutely! That's it's such a, and
1: and I guess that's the, you know, part of the point of this whole thing of saying yes to too many things, to uh, saying yes without thinking. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. We shouldn't be saying yes without thinking for a moment. How is this going to impact me? Is this is this something I should be saying yes to? But if we overload ourselves and live in a chronically stressed out state of mind and don't take care of our health, at some point our bodies will give out on us. Nobody can sustain over the long term a life that's overloaded, overstressed, overwhelmed all the time. And and it's such an important thing to make the time to take care of your health, both physical and mental
0: and emotional and everything else. Yeah. I mean, the Center for Disease Control, if you look up CDC stress, there are a plethora of articles, studies, and this is the Center for Disease Control. Okay. These people don't mess around when it comes to health. And there's a lot of factors related to stress. And again, trying to overproduce Or be over busy or stress that you have to look busy or stress that you have to produce or taking on, biting off more than we could chew, right? Is what people say. Yeah. And knowing, so, you know, sometimes you're in a job and you just have to know that there is really just never enough time. Yeah. You just have to know that the bar is always going to be held up higher, but that's the culture for where you are. But most of us are smart enough. If you take one step back and look at that, we can kind of comprehend it. It's never, there's never going to be enough time. There's never a good time to take a vacation. It is what it is, but then we have to take responsibility for the bigger picture of self-management and just knowing, you know, at home, get a whiteboard and write down, you know, this is where I'd like to go on vacation, you know, before I'm a hundred years old. It's <laughs> important. Yeah, that's
1: exactly right. I mean, it's, it's all part of Um, You know, there are a lot of different ways to look at it uh, to to sort of get that perspective and, and and get that big picture in mind. You know, I always think, all right, 10 years from now, where if I'm standing there looking back at my life, what do I want to have done in those 10 years?
0: And I love I love that you document because it also makes it easier for us to take a break, whether it's a 20 minute break, whether it's a meditation break or whether it's a one day off. When you've well-documented what you're working on and you've written it down or you've used one of these apps or you used uh, Microsoft Project or or any other Trello or you have a Slack group, some way that you've documented what you're working on, you can step right back in because it's all there. Yep. You know exactly what you were doing. You know exactly where you were at. And so there's no stress of trying to write that stuff down, you know, while you're floating around in Hawaii. You're okay. Yep. Very much so. Well, I really want to thank you for your time, Laura. No,
1: this is, this has been fun. It's my, my pleasure and it's an honor to,
0: I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, so we can all visit Laura at theproductivewoman.com. Remember, it's not just for women. It's for men too. And we can listen to her shows as well. You can put us both in your listen list. And if you guys have any other questions for Laura, I would love to talk more with her. We can even pick her brain about commercial real estate, legal transactions. I love this.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun.
0: And we can look her up while she's in Dallas and buy her lunch at the lovely, what is it called? The North Park Mall? Yeah, there you go. I love that mall. Yeah, it's not like I hang out at the mall, but I did hang out at the Tesla store there. So that was my Dallas. <laughs> anyway, Laura, thanks so much. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you. you. Okay. Find us at, at M I C H E L E the trainer.com. Read Michelle's blog posts at engineeringwellness.com. At M I C H E L E trainer on Twitter.